Hi, you're listening to Sensationalist Science, a podcast about science, the media, and the truth behind those astonishing headlines you've read. I'm your host, GitMK, aka The Health Nerd, and today I'll be talking to you about the wonderful sport of cycling, and whether potatoes are really the way to up your speed, or if it's all a well-baked fantasy. I'm referring, of course, to the delightful recent headlines talking about spuds and fitness. You see, apparently, you can replace fancy exercise carbohydrate gels with simple mash and get the same boost to your exercise prowess. Unfortunately, as usual, the media has made a hash of the science. People probably aren't going to be pounding potatoes during their workouts anytime soon. Okay, I'll stop with the potato puns now. I can tell they're getting grating. The headlines were a wonderful example of just how easy it is to get the science almost entirely wrong. Medical News Today led the pack, the pack with Potato puree is a promising race fuel for athletes, which would be wonderful if it weren't mostly off base. The Times hit it off with Mashed Potato is the new carbohydrate energy gel, accompanied by a lovely photo of mash with herbed butter, which if you think about it is probably the last thing that you want if you're halfway through a 200km cycling race. The saving grace for the media this time was Kate Carter from The Guardian, who hit it off with Natural Endurance, Mashed Potato, and four other foods that give energy gels a run for their money, implying that all is not quite as it seems in the world of sports-enhancing potatoes. So what does the science really say here? Why are potatoes all of a sudden being tooted as the new food for athletes everywhere? And above all else, who's actually studying the science of sports potatoes anyway? We'll look at all this and more on this week's Sensationalist Science. Enjoy! The first thing we need to talk about is what carbohydrate gels actually are. If you've never done a marathon or competed in a long-range cycling event before, you'd be forgiven for having no idea what the term really means. I know I didn't. Carb gels are basically super sweet jelly-like concoctions that elite athletes eat slash drink while they're doing long, arduous exercise to keep their energy up. Think of gels like a fuel top-up. Marathons and other lengthy sports events take a lot of energy, and athletes often need a quick and easy way to refuel partway through. Gels are simply a pretty sickly sweet method of doing so, although they aren't universally loved due to the slightly chemically flavour and extreme sugariness, sugariness rather, that comes with such concentrated carbs. There's some evidence that these gels improve people's sporting abilities, but since a lot of that is funded by the companies that make the gels, and also because they're often compared to a control group that only gets water, it's probably good to take that finding with a grain of salt. Still, getting a bit more energy on a run is probably a bit helpful, especially if you're running for hours on end, so it makes sense that energy gels would improve athletic performance. The problem is, as I said, not everyone loves the carb gels. Because of this, some clever scientists decided to look at other foods that might be able to replace the sweetness of gels with something a bit more palatable for those of us with a penchant for the savoury. This led them to the study that the media is so hot on, 
called Potato Ingestion is as effective as carbohydrate gels to support prolonged cycling performance. So let's take a look at the science itself. The study was pretty simple. Give cyclists either a water placebo, potatoes or carb gels, and get them to cycle a lot, then compare how they did between the different tests. The tests were done on different days which were picked randomly to avoid biasing the research, and the cyclists were all pretty highly trained with similar times for 200km cycles that take a number of hours to complete. Overall, the researchers found that there was a difference between the water only and either carb group, potatoes or gels, but that the potatoes also gave people a bit of a tummy ache and some bloating. It seemed like the potatoes were as good at improving performance as the gels, but they might have a few side effects that make them a tiny bit less useful, although they argue, the scientists, that these effects are minimal and can probably be trained away by the athletes in question. However, the situation isn't quite as rosy as the study makes it seem. There are a few issues that jump right out as soon as you read the paper that make it much less likely to be important to the average fit person or anyone who's doing exercise. The biggest thing was a huge issue that it's amazing no one really picked up on, or very few. The carb gel group got eight gels over the course of two hours, with the potato group getting a similar number of servings over the same period of cycling. For the gels at 23 grams a pop, that equals a total of about 180 grams of food intake over the course of two hours. Not much at all. But while the potatoes were matched to the gels in terms of total carbohydrate content, potatoes contain a lot of other things, fiber, protein, water, that these especially designed crafted gels don't. So while each serving of gel was 23 grams, each serving of potato was nearly six times that amount, or 128 grams. Overall, these athletes ate just over a kilogram of potatoes, carefully mashed, while exercising fiercely over the course of just two hours. To put that in context, that's nearly a whole potato's worth every 15 minutes for two hours. About seven potatoes total while cycling vigorously. No wonder they all got a bit of a tummy ache. Right out of the bat, the study is a bit meaningless. You can't realistically compare an entire backpack full of potatoes with a pocket full of gel packages. It's just absurd. Potatoes might have produced similar benefits to the concentrated gels, but it's clearly ridiculous to argue that people are going to scoff down kilos of spuds during their hours-long extreme athletic events. Imagine taking as I said, an entire backpack on your ultramarathon, um, filled with potatoes weighing you down. Another drawback of this study was that it only included 12 athletes total. Now, that might be enough if you're expecting to be a, there to be a huge difference between potatoes and gels, but in reality, it's unlikely that you'd expect to learn much from so few participants regardless of the effect size unless it was truly enormous. 
The study also wasn't blinded. This is obvious, because you can't exactly blind people to the fact that they're shoveling potatoes down their throat. And that makes it even more likely that bias crept in somewhere during the process. Maybe potatoes aren't really as good as gels for two-hour cycles, but was, this was masked because the athletes felt more invigorated when they slurped down tons of potato puree than when they ate tiny packets of sweet gels. We just don't know. And because of that, the science is starting to look a lot murkier than the headlines made it seem. So, it was a tiny study that didn't really find much of interest. Sure, potatoes might be a reasonable alternative to carbohydrate gels, but only if your cyclist is in fact a horse who has for some reason decided to camouflage themselves and take part in a cycling race. Why was it reported as a win for sports science across the world? Well, it's always hard to know for sure in situations like these, but a hint might come from the funders of this research. You see, the study reports that the funding for the research was provided by the Alliance for Potato Research and Education, which is unsurprisingly an industry-funded body that promotes the interest of potato growers and potato food manufacturers. In other words, this research was funded by Big Spud. And I just love that. Sometimes real life is better than any comedy. On this podcast, we've already covered Big Nut and Big Blueberry. On my blog, I've also looked at Big Cranberry uh, and Big Pasta, and I just love that now we're also seeing Big Spud, the, the research into the health benefits of potatoes. Ultimately, potatoes probably aren't going to be used as a fitness food anytime soon. You have to eat a truly staggering amount of mash to get the benefits that you might expect to see from a similar amount of carbohydrate gel, and even those aren't that well supported by evidence. Realistically, if you're exercising, you can probably leave the spuds at home and just take an energy bar or drink with you. Although I think it's worth noting that for most non-athletes, these special athletic formulations are probably a bit worthless anyway. If you're just hitting the gym for an hour, you probably don't need to take any special athletic products with you anyway. It's something that often frustrates me, because the products are designed and tested on elite athletes, on people who are competing in the Olympics, or at least competing at a national or international level, and then they're marketed and sold to people like you or I, who go to the gym once a week and just want a quick pick-me-up. And realistically, if that's you, if you're the kind of person who occasionally attends the gym, or who goes, you know, semi-regularly, chances are you don't need any of these products. But even more, you definitely don't need to take a kilo of mashed potato with you, because that's just ridiculous. If you see silly headlines like this, it's always worth being cautious. Check the story, check the study, and have a think about what it might all actually mean. This has been your dose of sensationalist science and media madness. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can find it on SoundCloud at SensiPod or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, GitMK, and you can find me on Twitter at GitMK or Medium at GitMK or Facebook at GitMK Health Nerd. You can also find the podcast on Twitter at SensiPod. And if you want to laugh, follow my Risks account at Just Says Risks.
Have a great week, and remember, if it sounds unlikely, it's good to be skeptical.